Stuck in my ways I'm stuck in the house for most of the day I'm chasing my dreams and running away But I got a chance, I'm running my play I want that none of y'all take it away I'll never change, I'm stuck in my ways Alright, what is going on today? So, welcome to the second episode of Hey Mark, the podcast where, you know, I'm going to have authentic and open conversations mainly about, you know, pushing past challenges and struggles and adversities, whether that be in your personal life, your work life, uh, entrepreneurship, mental or physical health. Uh, that's pretty much the topics I'm going to be covering, uh, mental health and you know, kind of just developing, you know, past those struggles. And I just want to spread some good vibes and, you know, share my journey of the pursuit of happiness. If you're brand new to this content, then thank you for stumbling upon it. I'm really happy that you found it, whether you got recommended it or you found it through social media or you, I don't know how you find things, but I am thankful that you stumbled upon this. And welcome and please continue to follow us on this journey where we hear from different people that have had different perspectives because they've gone through different struggles. And I think that that's something that we can all learn from because, you know, it's important for us to understand that, you know, we're not alone. Everyone struggles with something and most likely if you've struggled with something or you're struggling with something right now, someone else has experienced that and you can learn from their experiences. So, this is episode two of Hey Mark. Let's jump into this conversation. I talk way too much anyways. But for the next you know, few episodes, you're going to see some of the conversations that I've had on my YouTube channel. I'm just throwing them up on the podcast format as well. So you can have a listen to them if you're driving or, I don't know, working out or running or working or really just doing anything, maybe cooking or knitting or pretty much anything you can just listen to the podcast and the guest for this episode is a really good buddy of mine Aiden Brow he is training to be a firefighter right now we met because we were training for bodybuilding at the same time I won't talk too much more like I said I'll shut up now and let's jump into the conversation I hope you enjoy it all right we're recording man nice (laughs) (laughs) nice dude all right so aiden tell us uh, a little bit about yourself i guess i before i talk about you let's hear your little introduction tell me about yourself man hey well i haven't prepared anything here but uh here goes uh my name is aiden and uh i've known mark now for i don't know seven years uh something like that um both met in college similar interests and uh we met through bodybuilding. That's something that both of us kind of have in our past and um, still continue to keep some of those principles today. Um, what am I doing? I, uh, I'm trained to become a firefighter at the moment and that's kind of my, where my life direction is. Um, I'm a musician and an athlete, I guess, and that's kind of, that's kind of all there is about me. Nice, man. When, uh, cause I've known you, like you said, for like six, seven years now, probably. And becoming a firefighter was something I just kind of heard about, like in the last like year or two, how long have you known you wanted to be a firefighter? Uh, you know, actually it's kind of been something in my head for a long time now. Um, it was always kind of like my plan B in a sense, 
from a very young age. Um, but in high school, when I got into lifting and stuff, kind of the idea I wanted to go for the direction was personal training. Um, but as I went through college, uh, like where you and I met up and stuff for the first time, I, uh, I kind of got off the idea just because I realized I was more so into lifting for the pro the progress that I was making, not so much, uh, trying to focus on other people's. I feel like to be a really good trainer, you have to be able to, well, yeah, you must like be able to put other people's training before you. And at the time when I was bodybuilding, that was kind of the priority was on myself. So somewhere in there, I switched over and I just thought, you know what, let's do this. Um, this is, you know, something I've always wanted to do since a little kid. And I, uh, I thought that this was kind of the direction I want to take my life. Nice, man. And uh, what's the process of becoming a firefighter like? What have you gone through so far? What do you have to do left? Oh, it's a very long process. Um, it takes, I mean, for some people, it takes years and years. Um, usually a good hiring time for departments is your late 20s. So you and I, we both, like at our age, I've got some time. Um, but uh, so far, I've done the majority of all my training. Uh, right now, it's just a sense of, rehabbing my current injury getting back to um full strength and then being able to uh, apply from there and go from there but uh the thing about firefighting is like it's the good metaphor for life like you're going to get rejected over and over and over but you got to keep through it you got to persevere um and eventually you finally get yourself in there nice man and so like the injury you're going through right now is that bodybuilding related so the injury i have now was a freak accident a skiing accident actually um so i went skiing for the first time in a few years um and i was feeling i was feeling good like i was i was confident and uh you know i hit a patch of ice kind of went flying um landed really hard on the shoulder and uh completely separated it so i had uh, a grade four separation which is like the highest degree of separation um, essentially my collarbone was out here and, uh, I had to have pretty much immediate surgery. I had surgery within the week and, uh, right now I'm still waiting on my second surgery, um, before I can fully start the rehab and like physio process to get back to normal. Crazy, man. So you haven't lifted weights ever since, obviously. Nope. Not a, how long has it been? Uh, shit. <clears throat> it's been about, I think my injury was February 22nd. Um, so it's been about five weeks now. Um, essentially five weeks. It's been a month since I've had surgery and, uh, I'm still looking at another two months before my next and then another two months of recovery after that as well. Dang dude. So that's like another four months after this. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, What's nice is, I guess, you know, I've got time on my side and, and potentially if I play my cards right and do everything properly, I can get the ball in motion a little faster, but that's looking like my recovery time at this point. So how's it been not lifting weights for five weeks? Because when, when was the last time you didn't lift weights for five weeks straight? I have not been five weeks without weights since I would say maybe, yeah, maybe a decade now at this point. Um, so it's been really, really tough. Um, 
you kind of have to switch your mindset completely when something like this happens and you're dealt these cards. So I'm trying not to uh, think about, I'm trying to occupy my time with other things. Um, one thing that I always preach is like balance in life. So I've always been like, even when I was at the heat of bodybuilding and stuff, I always did other stuff too. So you have to be able to prepare for things like this to happen where um, if something you, you love to do is taken away from you, you got to be able to have something else in your life to keep you going. Um, that's when the depression really hits things like that. When something that you do every day is taken from you and you don't have something in its place, um, to focus on. Have you had this happen in the past? Cause it sounds like you recovered pretty like quickly mentally. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, I've been kind of in and out of hospitals now for a long time um, through a slew of different surgeries and things like that. So um, for me, it's, I guess I'm a little more accustomed to it at this point, but I feel like also you can never get fully, uh, you know, like fully used to something like this. Um, but it, like I said, it's just important to to prepare uh, for all things in life, like um, the four P's. Uh, or maybe it's five P's it's prior prior preparation prevents poor performance. And I kind of try to live by that um, in, in anything in life. Um, and that goes with mental health too, is, is having those separate channels, not just putting all your eggs into one basket kind of thing. Nice, man. That's sick. That's honestly sick, man. And how do you kind of know like where to pivot to like, I guess for yourself, like when something gets taken away from you, how do you know, like what to pick next? Um, I mean, it, it depends on the current situation. Like for me right now, it's been a little easier because of the whole uh, situation going on in the world right now. Um, it's actually making things a lot easier uh, in terms of like being okay with staying home and not working and things like that. Um, but for me, like, it's, it's more so like a sense of being able to switch focus at any given time. Um, like for me personally, uh, I like to have, like I said, a lot of different things going on in your life that um, if something like this happens, you can switch your focus. And for me, um, I tend to, like when I switch focus with something, I don't turn my back completely to other things as well. Like, the t entire duration of my of my bodybuilding for example i was still making time for friends i was still um you know playing my music i was still uh doing things like that where if you if you only focus on one thing and you don't channel energy into the other things they they will go away and at that point um when it's all taken from you you're left with nothing so just kind of keeping yeah. consistent with like multiple areas of your life. Absolutely. It's all about that balance, man. And with uh, this whole like social isolation, social distancing, quarantine, COVID-19 craze, are you still, uh, are you still jamming? Are you still playing music? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've been able to play uh, my bass now for about a couple of weeks. I just was able to start playing guitar again this, this week. Um, just because my range of motion is so poor, like I've just finally been able to get it over top of the, of the guitar to be able to play. Yeah. Um, so definitely, I mean, music for me is always on in some form or another. 
um, whether it's just, you know, my Bluetooth player singing along. Um, I've got a little drum, a cajon, acoustic drum that I can bang on, which I've been able to do even since after surgery, because I don't have to, I only have to move my wrist to do that, um, which I've got full mobility of. So um, always music, man, in, in my place. Like I find that when you live alone too, like music is your best friend because uh, it can get pretty lonely, right? And I feel like when you get lonely and everything's so quiet, you get in your own head, um, which can be good sometimes too if you need to do some self-reflection. But um, for me, it kind of gets, it keeps me going through the day, especially in, in the quarantine times. Yeah, man. What are you listening to the most nowadays? Oh, man. That's that's a big, that's a loaded question for me because I listen to a lot of different stuff. But um, I actually recently, believe it or not, just got on Spotify. So I've been loving it because, <laughs> because uh, I'm a little late to the party there. But uh, they... <laughs> The playlist and stuff. I've been discovering new music a lot. Party's still going. Don't worry, dude. Yeah. <laughs> the party's still going. That's right. You've been listening to a lot of music on Spotify now? Just because you started releasing music on Spotify? Is that why? <laughs> no, actually, um, I finally just got myself an account. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's another reason there too. But um, it's just a great way to discover new music. And for me, um, like that's everything in this time right now because uh it's nice to have something at least in your life that's new and fresh uh when you're not working and you're twiddling your thumbs at home half the time yeah because you and your band can't like practice or rehearse at all can you uh no no so none of that's going on right now um yeah just trying to trying to keep playing on your own just to make sure you're not too rusty and then uh that's kind of what we've been where we've been at right now nice man how did you guys start your band i've actually always meant to ask you that um so i'm in a couple bands actually the one uh bench warmer we just released that uh ep on spotify um we so the the other two members of the band well, two of my buddies ben uh he's been one of my best buddies forever now um and uh we've actually always been playing a little bit of music together but we were never at a serious point and then uh, another guy that we know from high school um, is a friend of ours, Rowan. He, uh, he's a drummer. And we thought at the time, like, we need a drummer. Drummers are hard to find. So um, we ended up getting back in touch with, with them. And um, we started jamming, I want to say, like, four, five years ago now. And then it finally, we got to a point where we felt like we were ready to, to play shows and, and to come up with some music of our own. And, and uh, that's where we went from there. How does the writing process go for you guys? So majority actually of the writing uh, Ben does. So he does, he's a very good lyric writer. Uh, he, he's always, he's one of those kind of minds that he's always writing and stuff, um, new music and everything like that. Um, and then I, I usually chime in with concepts for songs and uh, I help with the lyrics as well. Um, and then the actual instrumentation is just a collaboration of all of us. Like uh, usually, well, one of us will pitch the idea. We got some the ball in motion, and then we'll get together and jam. And the three of us just have a lot of chemistry where uh, we can come up with a song in, in 40 minutes. You know, sitting there playing away. So wow, man, that's quick. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's good. It's it's good when you find people that you can actually gel with like that for sure. And then the other bands that you play in are just like kind of you just like jam around or. 
you guys play shows as well? Um, yeah, so another band I'm in, Opposite Shore. Uh, we're on a hiatus at the at the, the time being, even before the quarantine. But uh, yeah, we played shows. We actually have an EP on, on Spotify as well. Um, and uh, it's it's more or less the same, uh, the writing process. Uh, you got your one guy, so Garrett in, in uh, Opposite Shore, one of my close buddies. He, um, he does the majority of the writing, but then, you know, there's that collaborative factor as well. Nice, man. Yeah. So what, what do you plan, like when you're done with quarantining and you're back into the world, like what's, uh, what's going to be like your main focus? You're going to go like mostly into music or you're going to go like all your, all your eggs into the basket of firefighting or like, what's kind of like your plan going back to real life? So, um, a couple plans, I guess, uh, in motion, I guess first and foremost at this point is nursing my injury back to, to, to full health. Um, that had just the reality of it, it had to become my main priority at this point. Um, so I can say that for sure. Um, but there's another few things I want to take like avenues that I want to go down. Um, one thing I want to do is, is travel a little more. Um, once I feel that I have the, I have the funds to do so, um, especially after all this, I, I'm kind of getting that bug a lot, that itch, um, at our, at this point in my life, like, I feel like I, I haven't done as much traveling as I'd like to. Um, and before I want to settle down and think about things like that, I, I definitely want to want to get that that travel bug out of my system. Um, but uh, like you and I have been talking about, uh, getting back, really getting back and focusing into skateboarding. Um, one, this injury has kind of pushed things um, into a different path for me, um, and then so it's it's going to be a transition of uh, like going from the heavy lifting to, to focusing on a different athletic feat. And, um, you know, skateboarding has been something I've done forever, but never, never really put the time and effort into, um, exceeding at, and that's what I really want to do at this point. And, uh, I'm, I'm excited to, to get that going with you and, 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 uh, yeah, see where, see where we can take it, you know? Yeah, dude. I like that. I like that you're always like kind of gunning for something in the future. We're like, have you ever not had a plan? No, I th I think um, I'm a I'm a kind of a weird hybrid because I I like to go with the flow a lot and and uh, you know let things go where they where they may. But at the same time, um, I think I've always had a future plan. Um, I always think ahead, um, which is great to an extent. But you, of course, you want to live in the moment as well. That's that's a very important thing. But uh, I think having a plan, at least something to strive towards, keeps you motivated, keeps your mental health in check a lot of the time. Nice, man. Dang. Yeah. That's a lot to talk about, man. That's a lot. <laughs> what, like, what are you doing right now during the day? Like, what do you do on a, a day in the life? Um, I've been trying to try some new things. Uh, I, I haven't put as much time into reading as I probably should in my life. And I have been trying to read some more. Um, so reading is one, um, you know, discovering new music has been a big thing as well. Uh, something I'm really interested in at the time being. Um, I've actually been doing a puzzle, which is like super random for me. Um, I know a lot of people are doing it right now, but uh, it's nice, you know, you, you put some music on the background and you kind of tune out and you try to figure this puzzle out. For me, it's, it's 
one of the most difficult things I've ever done. And uh, it's, it's funny to say, but I'm sitting there struggling big time. Um, but it, it gives you something to, to focus towards, especially at this time where there's no work and there's no, uh, there's no brain stimulus going on really, um, other than scrolling on your phone all day. So it's giving you something to kind of try to work on and get very frustrated at that and then try harder. <laughs> what so happens when you finish the puzzle, man? <laughs> See, I haven't, I haven't thought that far ahead yet. <laughs> I think I need a plan in place for that. Yeah, no kidding, man. I don't even have a puzzle. Going. I, I've just been reading, dude. What's uh, what are you reading at the moment? Uh, I just finished the book, The Compound Effect, and the first like, it's by Darren Hardy. That one's like a plus, man. I recommend it. I literally just made a video. I'm dropping tomorrow, so on Monday, about books to read that helped out like my mental health. Yeah, and that is like one of the top recommendations. I'm gonna say in terms of like self development or yeah, like any, any improvement you're looking for in like mental health, that would be like a book that I would recommend, whether it's like finance or anxiety or depression, just like in terms of learning what your habits are, why you do the things you do. It's like a one, man, I would recommend it for sure. And yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm a huge believer in, in like growth books, um, self-development and stuff like that. Um, there's one that really uh, kind of helped me through a, a time of my life. Um, uh, it's called Mindset. It's, I believe it's by Carol Dweck or Sweck or something like that. Um, sorry, I'm not doing the author any justice there, but um, amazing, amazing book. Uh, she talks about like the growth mindset, um, which is something that really um, stood out for me at the time. And I've carried with me to this day since reading that book. I highly recommend that book. Um, it's something that you can put towards business, um, relationships, even um, really anything in life, any avenue. And, uh, you know, for me at a time, I really needed to hear something like that. It's, it's stuck with me since. So highly recommend that book. When did you, when did you read it? I read that book, uh, I believe when I was, 18 or 19 and I at the time was going through a lot of um, uh, like a, a major health scare in my life and uh, really getting into bodybuilding at that time as well um, uh, I think I was close to I think it was during my preparation for my first ever bodybuilding show and I read it um, but uh, that I think I, I grew leaps and bounds from that 18 to 19 age range um where a lot of people take more time um at that point in their life but it was because of this book and the switch of mindsets um you know because for me as i'm like i was like any other teenager in high school where um i didn't think about things like this i wasn't always trying to grow um as a person i mean in high school your focus is is you know fitting in and 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 these things you don't think about um, what's down the road, but, uh, you know, that's, that's, uh, it was that at that point in my life where, where, uh, I needed to hear that the most. Yeah, man. It's, it was such a, it's such a crazy stage that one, like that one gap in your life, like right after high school going into college, that is such a crazy stage of development. Oh, absolutely. 
I think weird state, such a weird state, man. Even um, at our age now, I feel like in your early early to mid twenties, every year feels like four years of growth. Um, just like I think about myself two years ago, and I'm a completely different person, you know. So it's uh, it's really interesting. Like I don't know when that stops, <laughs> um, but I think at the time, yeah, like I'm really starting to notice that uh, in retrospect, thinking back on on the years of my life for sure. Yeah. I think, man, time moves so fast. You're right. Like it, it definitely like each year definitely feels like four years of growth in the sense that like I look back and I'm like, wow, my brain was completely different. I thought so differently. I acted so differently, but then years also fly by, man. Like every oh. single year I'm like, wait, what do you mean? I'm turning 25. Like that feels so weird. Like I, feel I know like 18 still. I know. No, I a hundred percent, man. I feel the same way. Like it's so weird that at one, I think it's that age that we're in, you know, it's like that at one hand you feel like you're still 18. Um, but the other hand we're, we're, I mean, seasoned adults basically at this point. Right. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's interesting. I mean, we're five, you know, we're both almost the 25, like we're five, five years away from uh, 30. I mean, think about that for a second yeah i dude it hit me this morning i was watching this video it came up on facebook and it was like two d-day veterans talking and this one guy dude he was literally storming the gates of normandy at 18 years old <laughs> like that's seven years younger than us oh no well seven years younger than us man put that in perspective um i mean look at a lot of great musicians over the years. I mean, Jimi Hendrix, Kurt Cobain, like these guys were 27 when they passed away. Like think about, I mean, Biggie, Biggie Smalls was, was 23 or 24. I mean, think about how much they achieved in their, their life, lifetime being our age or even younger, you know? It's, it's really bizarre when you think about that. What do you think, like, because uh, I, I read a book on, about like something like this topic and what do you think like sets someone apart that like creates such a big ripple effect where you're like, like say Biggie Smalls, not him specifically, but like where he's 23 years old and people still like decades after are still talking about him, still thinking about him. Like, what do you think like creates that ripple effect? I, I really just think like it's, it's in their mindset when um, like it's it's crazy what you can achieve um really when you put the time and effort into it and you have that mindset like all of them did and um it's it's pretty amazing like what somebody can achieve in their lifetime um when they really use what was given to them and apply themselves i mean i think we're all capable of it um but in terms of people like biggie um like icons essentially um in in whatever uh, avenue that they're in i th i truly believe that some people are put on this world to make an impact and not necessarily remain in the world you know what i mean like kind of to to hit the world um with a big bang and then and then burn out and uh if i mean a lot of i think a lot of people too um at that are in that point um, or in that platform would would say like the same about that. I mean, I think there was a study done on Olympic athletes 
um, if they took this pill that would kill them in five years, but they could win a gold medal, they would do it. You know what I mean? I think it was like something 70 or 80% of them said that they would do it. Um, wow. To win that gold medal, they would die in the next five years kind of thing. Um, it was something like that, but it kind of puts you in that perspective of the mindset of people who achieve really, really great things. <clears throat> would you do that, man? Would you take a pill that would make you successful at whatever you wanted? Me personally, no. <laughs> um, I love life too much to to say goodbye to it for for something material like that. I think um, if I can stay on this earth for as long as possible, I, I will do so. Um, I just value life too much at that at that point. Um, actually, there's a really 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 good YouTube video that I watched about a year ago now that really put my life into perspective um you can search it up uh it's i can't remember the title but if you searched up like jelly beans life something like that uh it should come <laughs> it should come up but essentially it's this guy who who takes the the lifespan of a of a person and he lays it out in, with jelly beans yeah so the days of your life on average life span and he lays it out in je jelly beans then he goes into categories like this is how many, how much time you're going to take working. This is sleeping. This is with friends. And he takes all those jelly beans away. And really you're only left with, I think you start with something like a hundred thousand. You're only left with like 8,000 jelly beans. And what he says that had a big impact on my life is he says, what are you going to spend this time doing? Um, so like, how are you going to spend these jelly beans? And then he takes it away. He halves it. And he goes, now, if you only had this many jelly beans, what would you do? And then he gets down to like one jelly bean, like one day left in your life. What would you do? And for me, it had a huge, like profound kind of like impact on me, <clears throat> just putting things in perspective. Like, and I, I, it's pretty funny, but I remind myself all the time, like, how are you spending your jelly beans? If you're spending your jelly beans scrolling on your phone all day, I mean, is that, is that a life worth lived? You know what I mean? So you got to think about what you're going to do uh with the time on this earth that you have yeah man no kidding you say that to yourself every day how often do you say that <laughs> maybe not an everyday thing but uh i definitely remind myself sometimes when i feel like i'm not being productive in any way um you know there's there's something to be said about about relaxing and having chill time for yourself for sure um, i'm a huge believer in that too but if, if you're really not applying anything to your life or putting any um, meaning behind what you do in life, really there's, there's no, uh, there's no excuse for something like that. Like um, if you're given one day left on earth, like what, how are you going to spend it? I mean, that's, that's really a crazy thing to think about. Yeah. No kidding, man. I feel like you've got a different perspective on it though, because you, like you said, you had some like medical issues growing up, like right after your teenage years. Like what, uh, what do you think, uh, like, if you don't want to talk too much about it, that's all it's up to you. It's your experience. But what do you think was like the hardest part of that to get over? No, I think, um, uh, to keep something like that hidden is, is not being true to myself, you know? So, um, I don't mind sharing that sort of information at all. Uh, essentially, um, when I was 18, 
I was told that I had thyroid cancer and um, I went through some surgeries and um, some treatment in that sense. And although I never had, uh, I never had like chemotherapy and, and the traditional um, cancer treatment that someone might think about. Um, I mean, being told at 18 that you have cancer, um, I, I myself and my family immediately thought, you know, this is it for my life. And at 18, that that's a pretty uh, heavy thing to be put on. Um, and it was that those months of uncertainty and not knowing what's going to happen with me. Um, am I, you know, even going to live through this? Uh, obviously I did and, and it wasn't as severe um, going forward, but it's still something that I live with every day and something I've still tested for all the time. And it's just a part of me now. Um, but uh, I had to grow a lot at that stage in my life um, being told that. Um, so it, it, uh, it really had a lasting effect on me. And uh, I feel like really changed my perspective in a lot of ways um, in terms of, of how I'm living life and uh, just kind of, I guess, the uncertainty of life and the fragileness as well. Yeah, no kidding, man. Because that's a lot like I remember, dude, when my dad was diagnosed with uh, skin cancer, I like I freaked out, man. And I remember calling you and like kind of freaking out. I was crying on the phone, man. I was so anxious. Just and that's like my dad. And that's like something that we don't even think about. Like, dude, like your parents are obviously going to pass away. And hopefully it's before you like it would be weird if it wasn't. But like, as a as I, I could only imagine your parents, man, as their kid, with that happening, and man, that's a big wake up call, and it did get you to grow up a lot faster, man. That's for sure. That's for damn sure. Yeah, I mean, I remember vividly leaving uh, the specialist's office that day, um, having been told uh, my fate at that point, you know, and uh, I remember walking out of the room and the the nurse at the at the desk, she says, she said something to my mom, which still kind of irks me to this day. Um, but I, I can see where she was coming from and she was trying to be sincere, but I remember just hearing it as she said to my mom, as I walked by, like, Oh, like, so she's, he's so young. Like, oh, that's so sad or something like that. And I, and I remember just like listening to that. I was like, like I was, I was very upset and I, we got into the car and I just, I broke down and I cried for, felt like a day at that point. Um, and uh, really, it, 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 it's like hard to think about now um, at that point. But um, actually, a, a cool story there, though, I think that you might appreciate is uh, the day that we went into another specialist office and we got the, the good news um, that I was cancer free at that point. Um, my mom, I'm telling the story from my mom's perspective. She tells me that. So as uh, I was in the office and she was coming up to, to meet and to listen to what the specialist had to say. Um, she said she saw a balloon in the sky just, and it was this, this dollar store smiley face balloon. And she just saw it as she, from the corner of her eye, as she was walking into the, to the building. And she, she still tells that story. Like she that had a huge impact on her because it said like, everything's all right. And she got in there and we got the good news. And, uh, you know, I, I uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like gives me goosebumps thinking about that. But um, that's a pretty, pretty neat thing that happened as well. 
That's sick, man. That's literally like a good omen right there, dude. <laughs> deep. Getting deep here. Dang. I have another crazy. sip of my coffee here. Yeah, get it, dude. <laughs> That's sweet, man. And now, like, it's all, you're all good. You're all cleared. I know that you and I have talked about this as well. You've gone for testing and, and you're all cleared with it now. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I still have things removed from me time to time. Um, I'm just so used to it now. Um, so I guess I'm under the knife quite a bit, but nothing since that time has been, uh, you know, um, a bad a diagnosis or anything like that, you know, so it is. Um, I guess the thing is when, uh, like any specialist will tell you when you're diagnosed with cancer, you can never be a hundred percent cancer free in your life, like with, with full certainty. Um, because once you have it, it can come back kind of a thing. Um, but, uh, at this point in my life, yes. And it's, uh, it's a really good feeling for sure. That's so sick. So now it's just wait and game, fix your shoulder up. Get, yeah. get back into playing music as soon as you possibly can. Mm -hmm. Get on the get skateboard. Back. Get back to being healthy. Yeah, dude. What else is on the agenda? Is that everything? Yeah, I think so. Um, just, yeah, getting back to normal. Um, again, switching my focus uh, in terms of fitness to, um, I guess, stamina and cardio for excuse me, uh, for firefighting. Um, and then just, I kind of want to get back to an athletic, um, to a more athletic ability, like from my younger years, uh, where bodybuilding kind of separated me from at that point. Um, you know, when you're focusing just on heavy lifting and eating and getting huge and, uh, it t tends to take away from your physical abilities in other avenues. Um, and I think getting back to that healthy state, um, where, you know, you're kind of an all around, uh, fitness, uh, individual. That's, that's where I want to get to. And I guess more of a better reflection on the way I like to be, uh, as a person in real life. So. Got to get that balance, right? Got to get that balance, man. <laughs> Got to get balance. All right. Well, uh, it's, all about. it's like when you get on a skateboard for the first time, you know? Yeah, you got to work out that balance before you can do anything. <laughs> you fall down and then you have to get back up and then you can work on balance. That's right. <laughs> nice, man. Yeah, well, I've been there. Been there many times. Yeah, no kidding, man. It sounds like it. I was going to say, I won't take up too much more of your time. We'll uh, start to end off this recording. But before we go, I just want you to share like a little bit. Hang of on, buddy. I think I lost you here. Oh, no. Hey, what happened there, buddy? Dude. Okay, good. We still have the recording. Oh, I, com I completely died there. I just, my Wi-Fi just dropped completely. Oh, just froze again. Oh, okay, good. Thank goodness. Well, we're going to have to, well, I guess, I don't even know if it stopped recording there, but. Uh, yeah, you're Can you hear me now? Hold on. I'm switching my internet back over there. Is it working now? Hey man, you're yeah, you're pretty leggy though.
All right, is that better? Are we back in action? Still, still lagging out a bit, bud. Well, now that I'm lagging, I'm going to pretty much be done talking then. And uh, I'll continue off by just saying, like, I'm going to let you go. I'm probably going to have to edit this ending a little bit, but I'm not going to curate it too, too much. I'll, uh, I'll let you just finish off with like a nice little positive message since I'm lagging so much. Wait, are we recording right now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's been recording this whole time. Oh, is it? Okay. Um, while you're lagging, I'll, I'll, I'll say something. Um, let's see here. What do we got? Yeah, no, I think, um, like I've mentioned, I think, I guess that's kind of my take home message for this, for this chat here is to, to live a well-balanced life. Um, actually when I was in the heat of my, my bodybuilding, um, before I did the show, one of my favorite bodybuilders from the 80s, uh, Bob Paris, um, I read, actually at the time I was reading his book, Gorilla Suit, which was a really big, uh, also a really good book uh, as in terms of mental growth for me in the terms of bodybuilding. And um, I guess be kind of starting to disassociate, I can't talk today, uh, yourself with um, like, the look of a bodybuilder and, and who you really are as a person. Uh, he says gorilla suit because he felt like he was, and I can relate to this a lot. Um, he was a, a regular person with this bigger person's body. Um, so he calls it his gorilla suit. Um, so I like to people, think of that. For people that don't know, Aiden's like six foot 12 and he's like <laughs> 400 pounds, man. <laughs> Not right now. But. What was the What was the biggest you ever were? Just so people actually have a good understanding. Um, I was at my biggest two sixty. Um, and you're and six foot five or six foot. Six foot five, two sixty was my biggest. Um, and yeah, like that. No, that that book had a really big impact for me. Um, and especially living with what's going on with me right now and having to essentially. Um, get used to the fact that I'm now a lot smaller uh, than I was and will kind of always be a lot smaller now, I think. Um, it's been it's been tough still on my mindset and, and you know, a little bit of mental health there too. Um, so that book had a really big effect and then I was able to carry that to right now uh, a lot. But uh, getting back to that, um, I ended up actually reaching out to him um, during my preparation for one of those shows and kind of just because I appreciate his, his writing and words on just life in general, not just bodybuilding. I asked him like, you know, what can you, can you give me any, any tips as a young bodybuilder doing this and blah, blah, blah. And what he told me was very short and sweet, but it still had a big effect on me. He, he told me essentially um, to always strive to live an authentic life. Be truthful and authentic to yourself and um, like don't change for other people and, and, and just be yourself, be authentic. And um, for me, that was a really big uh, thing at that time. And what helped me kind of transition out of bodybuilding, I guess, um, to, to be more 
true to myself and my kind of uh, instincts to be more well-rounded as a person. Nice, man. I think there's no better way to leave it than that, man. I think that's a <laughs> way to end it. Dude, thank you so much for uh, recording this with me. Oh, thanks, thanks for having for, me on, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for being an awesome, inspiring guy, motivating everybody, making me feel good. You make me feel, dude, sometimes when you <laughs> talk, it like literally gives me chills just thinking about like the things you've been through. Oh, I appreciate it, man. Um, um, I'm just, stoked, dude. Disclaimer for the people, Mark has been a huge inspiration for me since I've known him. And uh, <laughs> no, it's true, man. And uh, what you've done, and I like what I just talked about being true to yourself. I think you've done that uh, to a great extent, and it inspires me. And uh, what you're doing right now, and this channel especially, um, I really appreciate it. I know a lot of people do too. And I want people, more people to tune in and, and to get involved in this channel because um, I feel like to create a, uh, I guess, community for people to um, confide in each other and things like that is really important when it comes to mental health and, and just, uh, you know, live in life. Live in life. Enjoy the man. ride, man. Enjoy the Enjoy ride. Enjoy the ride. Thank you Stay so life much, is a ride. Thank All you right, so bro. much, bro. All right, I'm going to stop this recording and uh, make sure I don't lose it this time. So I don't have like a little John 2.0 situation going on. Uh, John situation. Can't have that, can we? All right, bless, man. Thank you so much. Hey, buddy.